Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, our sweet fans. Welcome to the Ebony Group Chat Podcast. Um, it's your girl, Queen V. Uh, Varen Bergen is present. And Faith is here. Yeah, we are so happy that our fans are tuning in. Um, this podcast has been a lot of work in the making. Um, this podcast is a dedicated safe space to Black women, Black men, and obviously our allies to our community. If for some reason you don't fit in any of those categories, um, you know, we're not really sure why you're here, but that's cute. Like The shade. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Like, we welcome you with open arms. Maybe you'll learn something. So, yeah. <laughs> Follow us on social media. Yeah. I'm Faith A underscore. Show us some love. Varen, what's your Instagram? Yeah, it's at Varen Bergen. Um, if you don't follow our personals and you're following our group chat account, that's fine. That's not fine. That, it's yeah, not. But it's actually not. We see you. Just know that we see you right now. We check. We check. We check. <laughs> We're checking it. Um, this podcast is going to be available on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So if you need to know where this is, because I know you guys are going to be tuning in twice a month, this is where it's going to be available. It is. So welcome to the Ebony Group Chat, y'all. Woo! <laughs> All right, y'all. Welcome, welcome back to the Ebony Group Chat. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. Um, happy Valentine's Day, Galentine's Day weekend. Um, we hope everyone is well and feeling the love and feeling like cuddle season, boo season, bay season. Welcome back. It's my chick season. Yes. <laughs> yes. All of that. It's the mess. It's, it's welcome to 2022. We have a lot to cover today um it's been a quick like honestly I feel like January went by really fast to me mm-hmm. it's uh, easy. and there's been already so much that's happened this year so we have a lot to go over today but yeah how are we doing on some goals how are um, we doing? I'm doing good on my goals I've been in the gym five days a week um I've been cooking most of my meals and not ordering out and I also started my public speaking coaching Yes. Um, so I had my first session um, this past week, mm-hmm. and maybe during this podcast you will hear me um, sound a little bit weird, uh, but I'm just practicing enunciating my words. Yes. Yes, and it's honestly like if you haven't taken a public speaking class, I highly encourage it. Um, I took one in college, but I honestly would take another one because. I think public speaking is just so beneficial for everyone, no matter what you do in your like daily workplace or just in your everyday life. I think it's so important to feel confident speaking and articulating clearly in front of a large group of people or just even a small group of people. So I'm really proud of you um, for enrolling in that. Um, One of my goals of 2022, because it didn't happen in 2021, was getting engaged and I got engaged. So here's the ring feeling very good uh, about that so that happened actually tell us the rock one more time it's fucking it's big and gleamy and gorgeous um yeah it happened actually like a month ago a less than a month like almost a month ago to this day because he proposed on january 14th so it was so special i literally called faith like screaming i'm sure she probably couldn't even understand what i was saying in the microphone I- couldn't understand what she was saying yeah. all I saw was the ring yeah. and then I just had to have her give the phone to Jake yeah. he literally was like 
I couldn't understand anything she was saying. She was screaming. Yeah. I kid you not. And then I talked yeah. to her the next day and she had no voice. I was like, girl. Yeah, it sounded like I smoked like an entire pack of cigarettes. It was just me screaming, uh, which is pretty normal for me. Like, I feel like every time I end up getting exciting, I just scream a lot. But yep, so Jake finally the said the lay of the land, Like how surprised she was. That entire week, she was like blowing up my phone. So she got her hair. She's like, I don't know if I like this. I was like, your yeah. hair is fine. Do that style. Yeah. Her nails and everything. And I was like, everything looks fucking fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly, like Jake and I were just going to do a date night that day. And it was super cash, um, which we do a lot of date nights. Like one of us will plan a date night and the other one will just kind of like go for the ride. The other person will take the reins. So that wasn't ever like really strange to me. And to be honest, like Faith knows this, I have quite literally given up because I wanted to be engaged by the end of 2021 and I was not. So I was like, fuck it. I have no control over this anymore. So happy that it happened sooner rather than later. But yeah, he had just said, let's do a date night. And then we went out to dinner, had some drinks at a couple bars. And then we went to Skydeck, which I actually work for United. So it's in um, the same building. And so I thought it was kind of weird that he wanted to go there because I was like, I don't want to go to work. Like, I don't want to go to the same building, but it's on the 103rd floor. So it overlooks the entire city of Chicago. So it was super, super beautiful. And um, it was very romantic. He also like had a lot of my Minneapolis friends like come out for it. So they were like filming and like hiding and it was just super special. And I cried a lot. I actually don't know if I actually said yes. We've talked about this a couple of times and I don't know if I actually said yes or if I just screamed finally. And yeah, I actually can't scream finally because I know Jake Jake definitely said that I said finally, but he was like, I can't remember if you said yes or if you just nodded. Um, So yeah, it was super great. And he picked the most amazing ring. Like we tried on rings like a year ago and we'd never tried on this ring. So again, he killed it. Um, He killed it on the ring choice. I knew I wanted pear and I knew I wanted gold, but we never tried on this style at all. Um, But I had said like, I liked some kind of style that was like similar to this, but still never tried it on. So I didn't know how it was going to look on my hand, Um, but it was amazing. And I'm so happy to be engaged and wedding planning has already commenced. It's a little aggressive, but it's okay because it's, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm going else. to expose her. Please expose less me. Less than 48 hours. I wouldn't even say less than 12 hours after she was engaged. I got a text about like bridesmaid <laughs> duties, venues. She was literally blowing me up and like selecting her photographer, wedding planner. And I'm like, it's literally been not even a full day. I had time that Monday. I did. I was like, <laughs> you are crazy. And then she texted me like a couple of days afterwards and was like, oh, start preparing your bridesmaid speech. I was like, your wedding isn't until 2023. Like, I need her to be prepared on what she's going to say and get comfortable. And now that she's taking a public speaking class, she's going to do amazing and kill it. Um, but I, yeah, so <laughs> I, I, I really want her focus. to relax. I was like, yeah, really fucking lax. <laughs> I can't. No, I literally, I will not. But I would like to say that I haven't booked anything yet. I'm going to book a lot of things when I actually get home to Minneapolis because I haven't been home since, um, which I'll be home next week. So hopefully I can get a lot of my booking done. But I would say to all, you know, Black women brides and, you know, future brides, I think so far the most difficult thing for me has been to find a photographer that knows how to shoot dark-skinned Black women. And that was something that was kind of shocking and not shocking at the same time, just because I feel like black women always kind of get the runt of the of the stick with everything. And it was either I found, you know, black photographers that were, you know, 
triple, quadruple my budget. Or I found white photographers in Minneapolis and Chicago that have never shot a black skin, dark skin woman. Like I saw a lot of mixed skin girls, but I mean, that's not the same yeah. as someone with my complexion. Um, so that was probably my biggest tip to anyone that you know gets engaged soon. It's be very particular with who you're going to choose. And mm-hmm. luckily I found a dark skinned black woman in Indiana. So she's very close to Chicago and mm-hmm. she'll obviously travel and, and well within my budget and everything is included. So I'm super excited to, I found her, but that took, you know, that literally took like a month of yeah. searching for, mm-hmm. but yeah, it was, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be annoying. Um, y'all are going to see more about it. Um, but yeah, the, I, I feel, I feel happy. I'm good. I'm excited to marry the love of my life. Yeah. Hopefully you guys can, yeah. Hopefully you guys get to like hear more and more about the process of planning and like the bridesmaid shit. Cause faith is, faith is in for a ride. (laughs) I am. I, um, if you guys can't already tell, we're going to be a bridezilla. Yeah. I I, I just, we all just know it. Katie and I just, yeah, it's your day. So it's whatever to me. Cause I think I'll be the worst, honestly. (laughs) I mean, a reminder to everyone that's listening is like, we are the daughters of African women, okay? So there's going to be a lot of stress that is going to be put on to us. Mm-hmm. And your mom's and we have, list of people already, it's like... Yeah, so that was one of the things I did really quickly in the first place. I was like, all right, let's get a guest list out, which everyone's like, oh my God, you already know who you're going to invite to my wedding. And I'm like, I have like a good idea, okay? I have like a number of where I want to shoot for and I want to shoot under the number. And so I, we, me and Jake did the courtesy call to like my mom and then his parents and my mom literally, she expects me to invite, I think it was honestly double the amount of people that we were inviting of our own friends. And we were like, okay, (laughs) like African moms do not play. And she was like, I remember it so clearly because I was like, mom, we're going to get into a fight about this. I don't want to do this. And she was like, you don't have a choice. You don't have a choice. And I was like, I do because I have to pay for it. What is wrong with you? Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, you have to invite like her college friends that she literally has not seen in 20 years. Hasn't seen them. I don't even know if she's friends with them on Facebook. She's like, you have to, you have to be friends with, or you have to invite them. It's just wild. It, it's wild. Mom, especially like when you're the only daughter, they're, yeah. it's, they're, it's their wedding. Like mm-hmm. I remember being home and I was like, my mom watches a bunch of like Nigerian weddings on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I think I want a small wedding, maybe 50 people. Mm-hmm. She was like, are you insane? No. And she wanted this whole long rant. Do you know how many planes will be coming from Nigeria for this day? I was like, there's gonna be a full private plane of 350 yeah. people coming just for your side. Over 200 people alone coming from yeah. Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I was like, they better stay in Nigeria. They ain't coming. And I was like, they yeah. She's like, do you know? And like, even down to my grand parties, people are like, hey, is somebody getting married? I'm like. <laughs> No, my mom. You're like, no, I graduated high school and I graduated college. Just people are here. Yeah. And like, uh, I just like, just know my mom's going to be over the top, Um, especially like outfit changes and stuff like that. Like African moms take over the fucking Mm -hmm. wedding. Yeah. I was like, why are you inviting someone that you haven't spoken to in 30 years? Like, why are they at the wedding? Mom's like, because they have to be, they have to be. I'm like, okay. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of the things where I'm like, okay, well, it, I'm just either not going to invite these people, or we're gonna have to have another conversation about it that's gonna like get a little crazy. Um, I'm also hoping that most of them just don't come, because <laughs> I'm like, this is just a lot. But 
my mom has definitely been excited to, you know, plan out all the outfits. So I'll probably, like, I only thought I was always going to have two changes and I'm going for three right now. Cause my mom like is looking at like certain pieces of Rundy's, um, cultural wear and like mm. the pine that I need to wear and everything. So she's, she's taking the reins on that. And, um, so she's excited though. She's very excited. She's so happy to like have another son. Mm. She already considered Jake a son, but she That's literally like, texts him every single day in the group chat, like selfies, <laughs> like literally close-ups. I'll have to send them to you, Faith, because you're going to literally, wait, actually, let me just, African let me text, I'm going to text it to you right now because you're going to fucking laugh so hard. The, the way fucking, African parents take selfies, it's like, it's, why are you so close to the camera? See, I'm saying this to you right now and I need to have you record your reaction because it's so wild. Okay. Check your phone. She sent that literally on Friday morning. She's like, good morning, my love. Like, why would you do that to yourself? Like, what, what are you supposed to do with this? It's so close to your face that you're like, this, you look great, mom, but what are you doing? This honey? is also your twin. I know. We, we've got similar features. Hopefully yeah. I age like her. Um, so I know she looks amazing. So, um, yeah, so that's been good. So, yep. Very happy to be the future Mrs. Jensen. Um, excited to get rid of my last name. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so hopefully you guys can, you know, tune in and you guys can ask questions about like how I'm doing and wedding planning and everything. Cause I don't think I'm going to have a wedding planner. I don't think I need one to be honest. And yeah. I know everyone's gonna be like, oh, you need one. No, I promise you, you don't know me that well. I don't need one. I, I would only do a day of coordinator. That's the only one I would do, but I don't think I need one. Otherwise I, I feel like I would honestly end up having problems with the wedding planner at that point because it wouldn't be good. So I think I'll be okay, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very good. Um, another goal of mine was to work out, you know, every single day. Um, I did for January and I have not so far for February. I've been very bad at it and I'm really trying to get back into the hang of it, but my friend has a Peloton. And so I've been trying to like go to that every single day. So that's my update. I really got I want one of those so bad. I heard they're like $3,000 though. They're super expensive, but dead ass, the workouts are so worth it. Like, and also the instructor, I did this instructor. It's this guy named Cody. He's a gay guy. And yes, he, I fucking love him. He is a king. Like the way he, oh, I love him. I love him. He makes me feel like so good about this wedding mm -hmm. and, and really like listening to my body and, and the burns are really good. Like I even feel, I did like a, I did like a casual like arm sculpting cycle class and then I did an extra 10 minutes of just arms and yeah. abs and I feel good I feel really good so I I'm feeling good about that I think that when me and Jake move I think that we'll probably see if we can invest in one because it it's definitely they look larger with the world the news yeah <laughs> what share with the world the news of you and Jake uh, moving yes we are moving into a two-bedroom uh apartment two bedroom two bath so now faith has her own little lair that she can sleep I'm so in. excited she comes and visits so we move literally at the end of the month like in less than two weeks um we got movers so we're not really that concerned uh it's not be that difficult or anything um but yeah we're feeling good like I, I I'm really excited to have like a second bedroom where it can just like be a different space and they're both very big bedrooms which we're yeah. very happy that we were able to find oh, I was gonna say well with it no girl it's they're big I, my room better be big. no it's it's big and it's gonna be like they're also gonna be like an office just desk there and 
there's gonna be a lot of, it's gonna be a really good guest bedroom we're gonna get a tv in there too um so yeah things are going really really good i just got to get back onto the fitness journey because if i'm going to take engagement pictures in you know the summer i i need to be looking tight so yes, we're, we're gonna get on this fitness journey that we are that that we are um but also most importantly happy black history month faith happy black history month um i feel like this black history month has been kind of fucked up to be mm -hmm. honest um and we know that a lot of our listeners are from all over but a lot of you are from minneapolis and all we can say is we're really sad that Black History Month has just started off with so much Black trauma. Um, the Minneapolis Police Department cannot stop murdering people. And I don't want to, we're not going to only talk about like the trauma for Black History Month, but I can't not address the fact that there have been like five different shootings at the hands of the police department in Minneapolis mm -hmm. in the last like two weeks. And it, it, it's been bad. And it's been horrendous. And my heart goes out to especially Amir Locke, who was, yeah. was the wrong house it was the warrant wasn't even for him he was sleeping mm -hmm. he was um he had the right to own a gun and yep. was killed and another thing I do want to address that's been like heavy on my heart is the North Minneapolis community yes um they just lost um a young it's like 14 or 15 year old kid mm -hmm. um who was shot just walking home like yep Mm -hmm. He was an honor roll student. He was on the football team. He was there was going to be an HBO documentary on the basketball team at North Minneapolis High School. And he was one of the people that had been interviewed and like he's he was going to be in the documentary because they had already been like filming stuff. And now he's dead. So yeah. it My heart just breaks. And then a bus driver was shot I, in the head. I know. Um, and things like this have happened like and over the summer, there were a lot of innocent kids who were killed by stray bullets. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I want to have a call to like stop the violence and I wish I could do more um, for the community. I know um, that's when it came out, um, Levy Pound, Leslie Redman are um, people who work closely in the Minneapolis, North Minneapolis community. Um, so if you aren't familiar with them, please get familiar with them. Mm -hmm. um, ways you can help but I do want to call on like a lot of our black men um, who are listeners to really yeah um look for ways to give back to the community and not just give back in the sense of providing mm -hmm. money um but your time mm -hmm. with a lot of young males um especially like elementary middle school and high school they do need a lot of positive role models yeah um, and if you can and are able to please just do it um, yeah a lot of our young people are can't, not all of them, but some of them can be on the wrong path and get into the wrong crowd. And mm -hmm. sometimes all it takes is one person who can give them some motivation and be a good positive figure in their life. Yeah, I agree. I think now more than ever, like it, it, it's clear that black children need role models. Mm -hmm. So any way that you can give back and whether that's like signing up for some type of like mentorship program, and just being there for a younger black person, I think that's going to go a really, really long ways, especially during Black History Month. Like it truly is. I mean, it's the shortest month of the year. Like I think that this is gonna go a long ways. It's gonna be nothing but appreciated by that person's parents or just people around you that are seeing that. And I also think that it's gonna make you feel good, like developing a connection and a mentorship with someone like that, especially at such a young age. So I agree. Any way that you can give back, you can. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling very, 
oh, like, I don't even know how I, I'm very happy to, as always, I'm always happy to be a black woman for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just feel like with Minneapolis and everything that's been happening, I've just been having a little heavy heart. So kind yeah, of sad. heavy heart. Also like here in DC, um, violent crimes have been on the rise with mm-hmm. here. Uh, so really black, young black girls. Uh, a lot of oh. car robberies and armed car robberies. Um, just this past couple of months, um, like these two 14 year old girls were charged with murder for um, car driving. Oh. Uh, Uber Eats driver who was like this young 70 year old, like not young, but older 70 year old man. Um, they carjacked him and were trying to steal his car and the car just like spun off. You could just see, it was really, it's a really graphic video. Oh my God. He ended up like getting flung from the car and passed away. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh and my God. Wait, where did when did this happen? I'm going to say maybe early January, maybe. If I find it, um, I'm going to send it to you. But um, it was really tough to see. And like, they're 14 and 15. That's really, really wild. And it keeps happening. Like, just recently, another, um, I think just yesterday, like, not too far. Um, I think it was in Florida. Uh, same thing happened. Like, there was another um, armed carjacking by young teens. And it's just, we, um, I don't know, I think I using a lot of guidance. I think the pandemic has affected. Um, that is so scary. Yeah. It's very scary. So make sure you are safe. Um, Stay you know, safe. Wow. Uh, but let's move away from Black trauma. That's really hard. But Black History Month. Um, how am I celebrating? Honestly, every day is Black History to me. Yeah. Um, for me, for those of you that know me, I majority of things that I watch on TV have to do with our with black characters. It's very hard for me to get into shows that don't have black people on them. Mm-hmm. But there's certain shows that I will always just watch because they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I'm celebrating, uh, I'm trying to go to more black-owned restaurants here in mm-hmm. this month for sure. And then promote a lot of like black businesses, um, especially like those small mom and pop shops. Um, yeah in the city and just like be able to give my dollars back. Um, I tend to order a lot of my books from Amazon and I really just want to stop doing that and actually go to some of these locally owned black bookstores. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I love that. Yeah, I, I feel like Jake and I, we we do like to try like a new restaurant like every other week or so. Um, so yeah, giving back to black restaurants is always a huge help. Um, I'm planning this very large Beacon, which is Black Excellence Amplified Continuously Inner Network at United. Um, so it's like a, a Black uh, event gala, essentially, okay. at the end of the month for United. So I've been very, very invested in like giving back to the Black community and like having Black sponsors, Black restaurants, Black caterers. Um, so I'm super excited about that. And so that's next, not, yeah, not next week, but the week after. So I'm very, very excited about that. Um, I agree about the Black uh like going to black bookstores. We have a really good one called Semicolon in um, Chicago. I love this black bookstore, like love it. It's black woman owned and they always, they have like a, a book club also every other Wednesday. And I participated it like heavily in the summer. So I'm hoping that I can get back into it, you know, next month. Um, I feel like this month has just been kind of chaotic with everything that I've been planning, but I, I literally love that. It's just such a great community. Um, but this month I'm spending with a lot of my black friends, you know, um, I'm hoping to, to later on today, I'm doing like a black Valentine's day brunch, which I'm super excited for. And 
last week it was my really good friend's birthday and it was just it's just nice to be with your community you know like it, it's it just feels so good and so safe and you feel heard and it, it's just nice so I'm hoping to continue to do more of that I think I'm also gonna do like a euphoria finale party <laughs> with some of my good uh my black community uh not next yeah, week. I feel like watching euphoria with black people is like it's common because it, it's Ruth's common. mom I'm sorry but it, that is not a real black mom I'm so sorry it is, is it's very telling that she is it's not a real black skin mother but it is so funny the way that they just allow Rue to tyrant mm-hmm. across the house like it never gets old like I like I will literally be talking to one of my friends about this I've talked to you about this where I'm like if I even got even like not even got in my mom's face if I even looked at her the wrong way it's it's on site like I'm getting hit okay so it is crazy Rue's behavior Rue's behavior is wild but she's also going to die okay like she's she's flirting with God but at this point the last episode I know did we put I know we put it somewhere here that we'll talk about it exact but that last episode I was like how the heck did those cops get her she is clearly high out of her mind and like so messed she fooled you I just shows you how dumb police are Mm -hmm. and again like I also thought it was funny that they were chasing after this like teenager and there was just so many other things for them to be doing like why did they like end up having like four police like chasing her I'm like if you didn't get her after the first couple of blocks, give up and go like save other crime that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like she kept like running into and like breaking stuff in other people's homes. And they just like kept running through. Yeah. And I'm like, if I was, if that was my little like party, I think it was like a quinceanera or something. It was like a Latina party. And I was like, I would be so pissed if somebody came through, broke the cake, broke the table and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the police just rolled right through. Like I, I there's just things that I noticed. I was yeah, like, there's a I lot. Had it. Yeah, so it was a lot. Um, my job, like we're, I'm on. Um, I co-chair our Black Affinity Group, and then also help leading our Black History Month celebration. Mm-hmm. So we've been like showing different films. We've come out with a list of like um, brands to support, businesses to support. Um, we're also taking over our all staff meeting and have brought in like guest speakers. And we've gotten a pretty good turnout from the majority of our staff, which I think is fascinating. So I'm happy <laughs> to be doing that with my job. Um, but before we close up the Black History Month segment, um, I want to talk about like historical figures like we're most proud of or like, have really yeah. influenced us. Um, I know everyone always says MLK, but for me, like I really want to um the black women because mm-hmm. the civil rights movement and the rights that we have gained today as african-americans which we're still fighting for was on the backs of black women and we all these black men leaders who get all this credit like it was really the black women who were putting in the yeah. work mm-hmm. um, and it shows you that sexism still plays a huge part um, in our community i also um want to shout out Diane Nash. Um, she came yeah. to St. Thomas um, for um, when I was president of BESA, and she was part of the civil rights movement. She talked about why she did all that she did, and she looked at all the young people in the room and was mm-hmm. like, you guys, 
Um, and she talked a little bit about her trials and tribulations and working with Dr. King um, and um, having sit-ins and protests. And it was just this eye-opening to like yeah. someone who were in the pictures that we see in our history books. Yeah. It really wasn't that long ago. And I think that's what was so eye-opening for me. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't that long ago because yeah, she looked old, but she wasn't like a hundred. Like she was like 70, maybe like close to 80. People always forget about how recent it was. And yeah. I think that that's where it kind of whitewashes our history. I mean, they use yeah. black and white photos when yeah. in reality, I mean, like all these photos were in color. They just mm-hmm. printed out in black and white. Um, th- these are much more recent than people, you know, tend to give it credit for. And it's, that's, yeah. that's so nice to hear. Yeah. Definitely. So if you haven't, um, I know ABC was showing um, the, um, show in Emmett Till. It's called mm-hmm. Women of the Movement. I watched that and it was really, really, really good. Very um, dark, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. So check it out if you haven't. Yes. Um, but it is Valentine's Day. Valentine's Got Day. It. However you celebrating. If your man told you he can't celebrate tomorrow, just know he's celebrating with his other wifey. Someone. Um, uh-huh. Just not know what goes on in your relationship. But if um, I don't really have Valentine's Day plans. Um, we'll see what I get into. I may be doing something. I may mm-hmm. not. It's none of y'all business. She probably, um, she probably will. She's, um, she's got options. So, <laughs> of course, Marina over here exposing me. But um, <laughs> we'll see. I love, honestly, I love Valentine's Day. I think it's just I know a lot of people are like it's a man-made concept for mm-hmm. women to get spoiled I'm like no men should be spoiled like if yeah. you have a sensible partner they should also spoil you back um yeah. but I think it's a day for me to be extra corny with all my loved ones yeah um, and yeah I just think it's a beautiful holiday I'm super excited to see all the love posted on my timeline tomorrow because I just am honestly so happy I'm also excited to see all the scammers girlfriends open their gifts because honestly, I'm going to get me a scammer just for a month or two so I can collect all the designer bags in <laughs> life like y'all. Um, yeah. I really am excited because when Christmas came around, I was like, wow, like, get you a scammer. Like, they really buy their girls all the designer bags and designer name brand and everything. Like, let me find me a scammer. But you know, like, I, I don't want to complain too much because I feel like I live to complain. Yes, I do. I don't care. But I was like, oh my God, Jake, all these people are getting like YSL bags, you know, Gucci bag. I don't see you getting me nothing. He got me a ring, which is fair, but I'm like fully expecting to get something next time if I don't buy one myself, obviously, because I'm, I'm seeing all that often. So I'm, I'm excited to see what people will be getting. Um, but yes, Valentine's Day is here. Mm. Um, I don't really know what me and Jake are going to do. We always end up doing like a really nice, like candlelit home dinner um and like obviously he gets me flowers which is really nice um but I think we're also going to end up probably getting cocktails with um one of our good um other couple friends tomorrow and then obviously I have my my girlfriend's Galentine's Day brunch later so I, I got all the girls some little goodie bags just to shower them with love yeah. um so yeah I'm super excited um yeah I mean I didn't I was really bummed because I wanted to get my nails done like all Valentine's Day but I didn't have enough time because um I didn't need a fill I like they still look very normal so I figure I but I you know I still might get something girly this week when I get my nails done so we shall see um you need to tell everybody about your little nail nail uh, drama so y'all know I 
and faithful to my nails. I'm faithful yes. to my nail tech. Like I have put so religious on to my nail tech. Everyone that I know goes to my nail tech because she's just the best. Mm-hmm. So for the first time in like over almost like two years, I have plain nails. I always do design. I never ever have just plain nails ever. Um, and everyone has been asking me like, why are my nails plain? Because y'all know me, I'm a bad bitch. Yeah. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I went to my nail tech and I showed her this design that I wanted. And first of all, she called me back, asked me to come in early. First of all, I work, I can't just come on your time. Yeah, that's not how it works. Um, so I got there, whatever. And um, I normally have pretty long nails. Like the nails you see here, they actually were longer. Um, I had to cut them down. Mm-hmm. I showed her the design and then she like filed my nails, whatever. And then she was like, oh, um, what are you trying to do? Um, your nails, I can't do that design. Your nails are too short. I'm like, what mm-hmm. do you mean too short? They were longer than this, y'all. Like they were longer than this. Yeah. You can't do this design. And I was like, you know what? You have an attitude. Like you already asked me to come in early. Like you overbooked yourself per yeah. usual. Like that's not my problem. And so I just like got really irritated with her. And I was like, you know what? Cut them down shorter and just do this plain color. So that kind of attitude, whatever. I didn't tip her because I was pissed. Um, and I always tip her. Like I always tip her. Mm-hmm. You're so very Left or whatever. And decided to find a new nail tech, which I low-key did, but I'm kind of scared to try. I need nail it's, tech. it's very hard. It, it's hard to put yourself out there. I think so, it's like a hairstylist, but yeah. not a dream. Being a child of God, I made the decision to forgive my nail tech. This was one of the funniest tweets I'd ever seen Faith tweet. Yeah. She's like, I am a child of God. I've chosen to forgive. And I'm like, bitch, not about the nail tech. Like, (laughs) she didn't apologize to me, but deep in her heart, I know that she needs to and she wants to. So I've chosen to accept it on her behalf because sometimes pride gets in the way of things and she's probably prideful. You know, so I'm going to forgive her and I'm going to see her this week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so see her, I'm going to see you on Friday. You need to see me or you need to send me what design you're going to end up doing because that's that's exciting. I'm going to go back with that same design and she's going to do it. I don't care. Yeah. She's going to do it. I think I think you sent it to me, actually. You might have sent it to me on Instagram. Yeah, definitely send it to you on Instagram. Um, anyway, I'm going to send you the ones that I do. I'm not as big into design as faith is I mean I do design I just matter as like intricate and gorgeous so I'll send you what I'm gonna do um moving on some shows if you are still not watching Abbott Elementary you're missing out Abbott Elementary is one of the saving graces of Black History Month and of the year it is so wholesome and so unbelievably effortlessly funny um all black cast except for one white dude and he's funny as fuck um Ava is Ava needs to be protected at all costs. Mm-hmm. She is a goldmine. She's such an interesting, funny character. I'm very happy. So if that's not on your watch list, it needs to be get on it right now. As we touched on earlier, Euphoria, y'all, season two is no joke. It really is. There, I would say that there's a lot of stuff that if you if you if you already watched season one, you just haven't gotten to season two. There's a lot of stuff they might not necessarily touch on um, that they haven't touched on yet, but I know they're going to touch on it soon because it's crazy. Everything that's happened is absolutely crazy. Um, I have beef with a lot of characters that I didn't think I would ever want to have beef with. Like Jules. See me I don't like Jules. I never Jules, like Jules. Jules is problematic. Okay. She was an icon season one. And she is 
fully problematic this season. I, I do not, I don't want to see any little jewel stands coming up to me. And if you want to, like, if you want to tussle, that's fine. I can do that in my DM. I don't care. Jules can catch these hands. Elliot can also catch these hands. And also uh, Hunter Schaefer and Dominique are dating in real life. I don't know if you guys saw that. Did you see that? Are you serious? No, I'm not lying. They literally posted about each other. They're like, happy birthday, baby. And they're like making out. And I know how I feel about it. It's like, I'm happy for you guys outside of the show, but I also hate both of your characters so much right now. I can't, I hate like thinking that they're like, actually like, just because they're cheaters. Um, and then obviously Cassie stands. If you're here, you're problematic. Stop supporting white problematic women. Okay. Just because somebody's pretty does not mean they're right. They're wrong. Cassie sucks. Um, and yeah, obviously there's Cal and Nate. They're evil. They are the spawn of Satan. Cal had a moment though, where I was like, okay, this is funny. Did you watch that episode? Um, I watched the episode and like his whole little um, speech. Yeah, speech was pretty deep. And I, as problematic as he is, like homophobia and like mm-hmm. is something that's so real, but he's also a disgusting human being. Yes. Things can be true. The predator. Yeah. And so I don't know what kind of bloodline they have in his family that all his kids are fucked up everybody is fucked up it's so crazy like the older son watching bukkake porn i was like why are we looking at people pissing in each other's butts that's so happening yeah it's it's wild i did appreciate though cal like leaving though because i'm like you are a problematic person i think that you know that you're kind of doing more damage as their dad being present than if you were gone um because he has a lot of soul searching to do Mm-hmm. absolutely not am I excusing him but I do think he made the right choice of leaving um but yeah no it's fuck Cal though like on the real like always I'm sad because I love Eric Dane but Cal is so great on um Grace McSteamy is daddy okay like I love him me too um but Eric Dane played a really hard role and he did a really good job but yeah Cal sucks um, so yeah, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen this next upcoming episode I feel like someone's gonna die they're like little hints everywhere um I either think Rue's in a coma and somebody else has died already you know Um, if she's in a coma I hope did you watch those like long episodes where it was just like yeah the little specials I couldn't I I'm sorry that I couldn't do it I I could not do it at all they were a lot they were a lot it was a lot I started watching I was like dang they're really gonna sit here and talk the entire time like damn how do they memorize all these lines yeah it, it it was just like a monologue for an hour <laughs> um yeah but I, I don't know I mean I think both of both of theirs I can't remember if I watched Jules's story I know I watched Zendaya's or Ruru's story but yeah they're pretty dark um I'm also really upset that uh what's your face Cat? I think it's Cat. Mm-hmm. um Cat oh, yeah. hasn't gotten any storyline and I feel like I'm not her it's because the director the director I know but I don't think that you beefing with the director should be like a thing where you cut everybody's lines out like yeah. I think that's like he's like muted her where you can see her going like this on screen, like mouthing out words and he muted it. So we are just like watching her talk, but we can't oh hear God, her. I didn't even notice that. I'm going to send you the clip. I saw it and I rewatched it and I was like, wait, I want it. Now I want to know so badly what they were arguing about because I'm like, Kat's like the only representation mm-hmm. on the show of like plus size um, women. And, and I love her storyline changed her like she was so confident in yes. the first season and now she's not and they're like making it like erasing a lot of like who she was who she was who her know. character was I loved her character first season um 
she really just like stood up to everybody. I loved that. I loved that about her. And yeah, now we're just like not seeing anything. We're just seeing her like yeah. hate her boyfriend, mm-hmm. which I get it. If you don't have a spark baby, I get it. It's not fun. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so Euphoria and then, oh yeah. And if you guys haven't seen the Tinder swindler. I have haven't you- seen that yet. I started watching and then I fell asleep. It's important but that what you- What is it about? It's literally, so it's, first of all, I, I watched it with Jake and I thought it was so funny because Jake and I met on Tinder. And essentially it's these three white women who all look alike, by the way. And there's a bunch of other people too involved, but they're the main characters. And they all like swiped right on this guy on Tinder that's an Israeli. And he basically scammed them out of like a million dollars total out of three of them. And it was all like him just like lying, making them fall in love with him. And then him being like, yeah, take out a $50,000 loan again, 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 like use your Amex card. It's very, I mean, when you watch it, you're going to be like, okay, this is like privilege at its finest. Like all these creditors are immediately approving these like massive loans, one after the other, one after the other. And you're like, why would this ever happen? Like, there's no way that this would continue to happen. Um, And then also you notice that like, this guy is also just, he only, he only did like prison time for five months and he's just, he's like out and about right now. Like I literally, I don't follow him on Twitter or Instagram or, you know, TikTok, but I've gone to his page. He is out and about. He's already has a new girlfriend who looks exactly like the girls that are on the show um, or on the dock. Like you guys, everyone should watch it because it's absolutely baffling and it's, it's okay. So it's like kind of funny because you're like, no one in their right mind would lend their boyfriend, no matter who they are, even if they've been together for 10 years, $250,000. So why did you do this for someone that you just swiped right on and have only been dating a month? I don't know. But it's interesting. I definitely recommend everybody watch it. It's like the new show that's on Netflix. So everybody get on it. I was like, know that the, um, there was a lot of things that were trending on um insta not twitter um about like send me forty thousand dollars my enemies are after me yes i keep doing that to jake i think it's so funny doing it like i really do think it's so funny like i'll be like jake uh the new chanel line just dropped my enemies are after me like you need to help me baby i love you i love you baby like literally imitating with this guy uh what's his name yeah simon uh levi he he had many different names by the way like he went under like many different like surnames and it it's messed up. It, he's a master con artist. <laughs> it's wild. Wow. I don't know. Any other uh, suggestions for shows right now, honey? Um, oh, let me see. Let me see. I have to see what I'm watching. Um, you know, I watch Power. I'm watching the new um, Power series with Tommy, mm-hmm. um, who is the white character. So like 50 Cent now has a spinoff about a white dude. Yeah. Um, and so um, the first episode came out last weekend. I didn't really like it, but... Yeah. Um, a lot of 50 cent shows you got to give it like the first couple of episodes and they get really good yeah so watching that um and then I went back and I'm watching Ozark right now I watched season one I need to do that I'm gonna text you when I started today because I need to do that Jake's a big Ozark fan yeah I've heard so many good things about Ozark and as someone who like watches a lot of drug shows um I feel like I would be into it um mm-hmm. But I'm waiting for Snowfall to come back. My baby Damson address yes. is, um, he's been promoting it. So, you know, I'm going to be watching, waiting for him to come back. I'm supportive. Yeah. And we, we yeah. don't know if, and to, you know, to transition to pop culture, 
Did we find out? Did we confirm if it was Saweetie and, and Damson in that photo? I can't remember. No, no, haven't confirmed. I think it's Woody, the guy that's in um, Power. Um, okay. But she was with Damson that one time he was playing piano. Yeah. Remember she posted that? Yeah. So I don't know. I'll be very interested to see yeah. like what she ends up, who she ends up dating. Honestly, I, I will be interested. I think it'll be kind of telling. I think Quavo will be in shambles. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely, I mean, he knows that he, he, he definitely lost the bag on her for sure. I, he definitely fumbled the bag. Yeah, he did. And there's something you can do. But on to more important pop culture news, Rihanna, Riri is pregnant, pregnant, like big as hell and showing yes. five months pregnant. Um, and she's not wearing pregnant maternity clothes. And I love it. I think she looks yeah. so good. Did you? I'm gonna send you this one picture. She was like wearing this red dress. Is that um, one from last night? Yes. Send it to me. Send it to me right away. Um, she looks fucking gorgeous as fuck. Yeah. Um, no, she's been killing the game on every single outfit that she hits. They're hitting every single. Well, she's look, revamping her and it's crazy. She's glowing. She's absolutely stunning and glowing and I really hope that this like helps a lot of pregnant women that are pregnant right now yeah. um to really embody like still being sexy you know I um did you get it oh did you text me hold on you mean uh, to you on um IG she's wearing red and like Rihanna is defining like you can still be sexy and pregnant oh my god I didn't see the full body oh <gasps> Wow. I okay. Fuck ASAP, but I like that he matched his red shoes to her outfit. That's incredible. They look so good. Wow. Damn, I'm gonna post that later. <laughs> um, yep, so Rihanna is pregnant. Um, we're really just celebrating black women normalizing giving birth and embodying like motherhood and you know raising another black daughter I, I like that Rihanna really is fully kind of pushing this narrative um I do want to highlight and that's what I love about um black women lately mm -hmm. is that we're really changing the narrative about the age on when you should be giving birth absolutely like a lot of women want to cut off at like 35 having kids but Rihanna um has embraced like being in her 30s and she's having a kid. Kelly Rowland has had a baby last year and yep. celebrating her 41st birthday. Yep. Um Beyonce, like so having her kids um later. And I just think it brings so much empowerment to black women that you can really have it all and wait to have kids. Yeah. And like as long as you have the support and you are seeing a doctor and have a healthy pregnancy, it's very much possible. And I love that that the celebrating that I'm so happy for Rihanna mm -hmm. ASAP I do want to give like Meg Grace this is also segues into our next topic about a yeah. lot of men who used to bash black women and not date black women uh, but all of a sudden are now dating black women and I love to honestly see because I do think that people are capable of changing and growing and I love people on that path I definitely have siblings who are all like were used to be like that and are completely different and I think right. 2020 was a wake-up call for a lot of people Mm -hmm. Like ASAP Rocky, he did have like a lot of colorist statements in the past. Um, and Rihanna is someone who celebrates um, people of all shades. Like if you look at Fenty, it's not dominated by light-skinned women. It's not even dominated by able-bodied people. You know, like yeah. she celebrates diversity of all bodies in all shapes, colors, sizes. 
And so like to be with ASAP Rocky, I definitely think that she definitely addressed it. Um, and I hope that he has changed as well. And has because I do want to give people grace. Like people say things and um, you can learn from them. And that's the whole thing yeah. about hearing is like acknowledging your wrongs, but also doesn't change the fact that you, of what you said at the end of the day. Several times. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's it's telling like his preferences. I would love to see though him like, because I mean, this this daughter or son of theirs is not going to look like mm-hmm. Rihanna. Okay. And I mean, if it does, that's fine. But I think that ASAP, being a new future father I think that hopefully like you're saying like he learns from like words have a lot of harsh reality and and especially when you're you know raising a a potentially dark-skinned child um or I mean honestly it's just they might not have the light skin you know privilege that Rihanna has so I I hope that he learns from some of the words and actions that he's done in the past but yeah I mean I'm nothing but happy for Rihanna because if she's happy that we're all happy I'm also excited to hear Drake's single that he eventually releases because the way this man has been silent silent silence Chris Brown silent silence I'm so excited I'm so excited I can't wait I yeah. literally cannot. I'm also wondering what her her ex billionaire boyfriend is thinking. The the Middle Eastern dude. Yeah, he was so fine. He was hot. Ooh. He was fine. Yeah, yeah. Again, I would love to. I would love to hear something. Yeah. I would. I don't know, I, I, like what I mean. Like I do think that like ASAP and Rihanna's connection with fashion and art mm-hmm. um, is significant for sure. Um, but I'm also like wondering like how the conversation had to like have a baby because I'm like Rihanna could have had a baby with anybody anybody she didn't need anybody she could have just literally gone to the so what was it like I don't know but I always had like a little thing a little something Mm -hmm. something you know Mm -hmm. but I agree I mean the conversation to go from a relationship to having a baby that's a big step so um ASAP probably honestly saw his opportunity that I don't know we shall see but yeah so looking forward to seeing what they say but yeah, Faith and I have actually had this conversation a lot more now that we're so excited that, you know, the generation that's underneath us, like, it's finally in and hip to be with a Black woman, like a dark-skinned woman, and I could not be happier. I could not be more thrilled that less and less, I'm not saying it's completely erasure of it, because I know it's still happening, but less and less am I seeing, like, oh, he's not into, like, black girls or they're not into black girls it's not their type or um they're into like light skin only black girls I'm still seeing it but I'm seeing it less and less and I'm so happy that I can continue to see this on social media and on TikTok where like black women are being embraced I really do I love it it's it's really great to see because I just the trauma that black girls had to go through that are our age is baffling and all older than us as well. It, it is very, very baffling. And like, there's still a lot of work to be done between, in terms of like colorism, yep. um, body type and all that stuff. But it's just like, makes me happy to see that a lot of black girls won't have to go through what we went through um, and not feeling like you were attractive. Um, so I do think that now, especially in social media, you're seeing more black couples, especially like young ones um, and dark skin 
beauty being celebrated and growing up we didn't have that you know especially like even the natural hair movement like back then I was relaxed my hair wanted it straight and now we're living in a society where it's like having your natural hair is in and like wearing it in an afro is in and just embracing mm-hmm. your curls and I love that and like when I raise a young daughter a young son yep. they like I'm glad that they're gonna be able to see that which is yep. a blessing of having social media and like we didn't really have social media growing up like it's still up and coming yeah and all I remember seeing at the store was the lady on the relaxer box with her straight yes. hair. Yes. And she'd like flip her hair mm-hmm. like that. Yep. yep. And with the fact that our hair wasn't doing that was not good. And come to find out they were wearing weave. I know it was a wig the entire mm-hmm. time. It's wild. I saw that on Twitter recently where it was like debunked. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really nice to see this growth and baby steps are obviously all we can take, but I've been noticing the baby steps. Like that's all I can say. And Faith and I have been talking about it. And it's, it's great to also see like people that we know in our lives that are able to happily date dark skinned black women. And we're just, we're, we're thrilled. We are thrilled about it. And all I can say is if you haven't given us a try yet, you should. Because we're superior. We so, are shit. Um, mm-hmm. On our last note, it is Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Who's playing? who's playing? What did you say? Yeah, who's playing? Is it the Bengals? The Bengals and the Rams. Um, but my real Super Super Bowl Sunday is Maddie versus Cassie tonight. Yeah. Um, I hope Maddie literally breaks Cassie's nose. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I don't regret saying that at all. Yeah. I really. I want to see Cassie's downfall. I, I'm tired of. I'm Cassie. tired of Cal. Cassie is like she just plays that white woman role with so well, so innocent, and yeah. she's not like she's, she's not very problematic. Mm-hmm. Everything is calculated to me. Very, I very I'm very excited to see her downfall, especially after the shit that went down with McKay. Like, oh yeah, again, okay. black man just what happened. Um, yeah, but anyway, guys, hopefully we can chat with you in you know two weeks again. Yes. So, hold us accountable to actually record because sometimes we get lazy and then we'll not record but yeah. y'all want the content you all better start asking for it just kidding yes. you. <laughs> yeah we it's please text us and be like get on it because it's getting bad we need to stop we need to keep getting on it so anyway we love you guys so much we miss you we'll chat soon talk to y'all later remember to follow our page ebony group yeah. channel instagram follow yeah. me faith a underscore on instagram and varen's is varen bergen just my full name soon to be jensen though i'm gonna change it so change it <laughs> i'm gonna change it soon so all right happy sunday y'all we'll see y'all later see ya bye